You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews Akome. So let's get started. Hey, hey guys, welcome, welcome back to the show. It's Nikayla here and I am live with Zaina Bolden. So for those of you who are listening, remember I'm also on YouTube now. Go to Side Hustle Pro on YouTube to watch this episode. So today I am back with another one of my favorite guests doing an update episode to find out what has happened since we last talked to her in 2018. And for those of you who don't know, I'm going to read her bio real quick. So Dana Bolden is an entrepreneur and lifestyle blogger based in Atlanta. Dana has consistently dominated the online arena, serving as the creative director of DanaBolden.com and CEO of Bolden Creative Media. The digital marketing maven has successfully curated healthy and enduring marketing campaigns for esteemed brands such as Nike, VH1, Disney, H&M, and more. Embracing the core values of authenticity, hard work, and passion, Dana has built a loyal community of engaged millennial women that look to her for lifestyle, beauty, and business advice. And Dana has been acknowledged by media outlets such as Forbes, Elle Magazine, and was voted as one of Essence Magazine's top influencers to follow as she inspires her audience on a daily with her creative, authentic, and relatable content. Dana's mission is to inspire women to do all things with love, passion, and style. So welcome back to the guest here, Dana. (laughs) It's so good to have you here. First of all, I want to say that, um, you know, you give me such cool points because one of my friends who uh, moved to Atlanta, you guys connected, you know who you are, was like, you know, Dana Bolden. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I know her. I met her. You know, I interviewed her. So, yes, I am so happy to have you back here. And the last time we spoke, like I said, was 2018. So tell us what has Dana been up to? How have you grown since you were last year? It's so crazy to be back and it's such an honor. Like when, you know, your team reached out and said I was one of your favorites. I'm like, oh my God, because literally, girl, to this day, I still get people who have said, oh, I heard you on Side Hustle Pro and I love you. And it has literally been one of my favorite interviews since. And I think because at that time I was just starting into my full-time career and now you know three years later I have to do the yeah. math, how much I have grown since then so it's just an honor to be able to reflect and to see how far I've come in these last three years so it's been it's just been a blessing I've been busy <laughs> um, <laughs> I see that you have a whole busy. other baby <laughs> another child a whole another city I mean obviously three years ago I had recently just had quit my job, right? So you remember that journey. For those who don't know, I worked in corporate America for eight years. And at that point, I had started, you know, blogging on the side, doing a little Instagram here and there. And at that point, it was just really a hobby for me, right? I was just doing it on the side, working my corporate job for Under Armour. And once, you know, my side hustle started to kind of take off, 
I felt like, oh my gosh, girl, like you have to figure out which one you're going to do because I was calling off work. I was putting in PTO and I just knew like I needed to pick one. And I got to a point where I felt like I needed to bet on myself. And that's when I took the leap. I decided to quit my job in late 2017. So like when I talked to you, I think I was like a few months into the entrepreneurship journey of in the high of quitting my job. Like, girl, I did this thing. We <laughs> no, right. Obviously, three years later, I'm still here. Yes. I'm still here. Me and too. <laughs> I know. It's just like, it's such a beautiful thing. And I remember, like I told you on that last interview, like listening to your podcast at my desk, being inspired by so many other women's stories. And, you know, that gave me some encouragement to take the leap and bet on myself. And it's just been an amazing journey ever since. You left around the same time as I did, like late 2017, left our corporate jobs. And I just remember relating so much to you on so many levels. And that's one of the reasons why I was always just attracted to your journey, just really inspired by everything that you got going on. And something else that always inspires me is your ability to grow a really loyal and you know, supportive community. And that's not to say the Styles of Pro community isn't loyal and supportive as well. But one of the things I love about you is you are really genuine with your audience. You're really humble and you are really, um, you share a lot. You're really vulnerable. And I want to know what tips do you have in growing a community that's more than just numbers? You recently celebrated 100K followers on Instagram, but I know that it's deeper than the number for you. So what's your approach and what's what's your tips about really growing a, a supportive, loyal, and real community? I think for me, I've always just operated on understanding that behind the numbers it's real women out there and there's real people behind the the um screens of their phones or their computers and i want to be able to connect to that real person because at the end of the day i'm a real person right. i don't want anyone to feel like oh she's just some instagram influencer robot and no it's like i'm human i have emotions i have feelings and at the end of the day i want to treat my tribe as i would want to be treated you know and i feel like for me to connect with them. And that's just going to build a, a better bond and a um, trust in a relationship to where my girls ride for me. Like anybody who follows yeah. me understand and know, like when I say something, if I'm, you know, you know, vouching for something or doing something, it's like, okay, I believe in Dana. I, that's my girl. I feel like she's my bestie in my head. Like all of those things that I get is because I've made them feel connected by acknowledging them, speaking to them like they they are a person. Like I, I show the highs and lows. I show how I feel. I'm unfiltered in terms of like, I don't have to be like this all the time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> on the screen, no makeup, hair looking a mess. Like, hey girl, this is what I'm doing today. You know, everything isn't perfect because that's just not life. And yeah. I feel like mom, business owner, I want to be able to show all of those things. So I think that's how I've been able to build such a loyal community is by just really being my authentic, true self. Mm-hmm. And you know, we hear that a lot in social media, authenticity, authenticity, but it's really different if you show up like that. It's easy yeah. to say, 
But then there's so many people who don't show up yeah. and be vulnerable. And I'm not saying that you got to share your whole world, right, you, know? Right. you know, having privacy and keeping things to yourself, but also being vulnerable and showing, you know, what you're going through, your human, your, you know, your emotions. And mm-hmm. I think being able to do that has built helped me build such a loyal community and even like when I celebrated 100k a few weeks ago um I feel like it was a huge celebration for me and my community but it also meant something deeper to me it wasn't bigger than just oh this vanity number it's like okay I am touching potentially a hundred thousand people that are following me and I think that is so so beautiful for me and such an honor to have this position in my career. It just goes to show that sometimes in this world, we see titles and we want to define people by their titles and we think things sound, I don't know, ridiculous, right? (laughs) Like, what do you do for a living? You know, I'm an influencer, right? But if you really were put on this earth for this purpose, like there are women who are uplifted or there are women who are encouraged because they follow you and they see that your messages, everything from your fitness journey that you went on to your day-to-day motherhood lifestyle journey, and you are changing their lives. So this is why I like to highlight all different type of careers and all different type of entrepreneurs because every single one is important. And um, to break down a little bit more what you said, It's easier said than done, Dana. And I'm asking for myself, like, okay, showing up and being yourself, how do you get out of your own head in terms of we are so programmed to be perfect? We are so hung up on how we look. You know, that's the reason filters are created, right? We Social media literally messes with our brain. How do you push past that urge to look like you have it all together and truly just show up and say, hey, this this is what it is? I know. I think for me, I had to just let go of that idea of perfection and being on. And I think that has really helped me. You know, it freed me. And I think it it shows other women that they too can show up as themselves, you know, because imagine if I always came on picture perfect, makeup done, (laughs) everything together. Like it would just feel like, I don't know. I feel like me showing up as myself not only kind of gives other women permission, it's like, wow, Dana's confident to do it. Like I can do that too, you know? And I think it just has helped me so much with my brand building and just really being myself. I can't stress that enough. Like, I feel like if you were to meet me in person, you would kind of already know me because Mm -hmm, I show mm -hmm. like, you know, how I talk, my personality, I think that it's just been so helpful because, like, I would meet people in person. I'm like, girl, I feel like I already know you. Like, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. And I think I think that's just like the biggest compliment when yeah. someone says, like, "Oh my god, I feel like you're my friend," or "I feel like we can hang out in real life." I feel like that is such a huge compliment for me because that means I'm showing myself, and they are mm-hmm. connecting with that. So if I wasn't showing myself on a day to day, it would be hard. Imagine like the people you follow and you don't even know, you yeah. don't really know them. You just right. kind of see level like pretty pictures or whatever, but imagine not seeing or knowing their personality. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't feel drawn to them. I follow right. a lot of 
pictures like that. I'm not drawn to them. I'm like, oh, yeah, her pictures are dope. But am I going to, like, fly out to see her or fly to an event or go to an event that she's hosting or trust what she's saying? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, she looked cute, but I don't want to be the, oh, she looks cute on Instagram. I want to have... <laughs> right, I want to have... Right, right. You know, so I think that's super important for me. Mm -hmm. You're so right. And on the flip side of that, um, how do you create all this engaging content without it encroaching on your family and personal life? Oh, yeah, it is. It is a fine line and balance. Right. Because I think, you know, I share enough for people to understand, like, who I am as a woman, a mom, you know, my day to day interactions with my kids, my husband. But obviously I ain't sharing everything. You don't know everything. (laughs) I think I the where I feel comfortable enough to let people in, but it's not like I'm really hiding anything. It's like, okay, y'all know I'm married. Y'all know I have two. Y'all see how I interact with my kids and my husband going out, traveling, doing the things. So I think, you know, just sharing different points of my life to mm-hmm. give people an idea of who I am, how my family is, has definitely um, just just helped with overall engagement and understanding who we are. And now let's get into that engagement piece by talking more about influencing. So like I said, when we touched base in 2018, it was like, oh, it's so awkward, right? Like, we don't really yeah. like using that. Um, how do you feel about it today? What does influencing mean to you? And do you own the term influencer? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I still I own the term because that's just become the term that we're called, right? It's like everyone knows influencer, but even still like, when people ask me, like, oh, so what do you do? And I'm like, uh, influencer. But I'm like, online, social media, marketing. <laughs> it is such a, like, weird term. And for me, I'm still on that path of, like, okay, yes, I'm an influencer. But I'm not just an influencer. I am influential. And yeah. I think it's a difference. You know, I want to be influential, not just an influencer. Anybody can go online and say, oh, this pink lipstick is cute. Buy it. Okay, yeah. cool. That's fine, girl. Let me get that pink listed. <laughs> influential people's lives. When you are yeah. influential to people's lives, you are really shaping how they feel about themselves, how they they move, how they want to move, what they what they desire. And for me, I want to be that. I want to influence women to be their very best self, whether it is taking care of their bodies, whether it's being the best mom, whether it's balancing motherhood business, whether it's betting on themselves and quitting their job. Like those are things of substance, right? It's not just a cute lipstick. It's like really shaping someone's life, potentially future. And I feel like for me, that's the lane I want to operate in. I want to be influential and help my tribe see more, do more, feel like they can be more because that they see that I am doing it. And I've always said that I want to encourage women that they can too, you know, whether it is quitting their job. Oh, I can do that too. Dana did it. That she, she gave me that encouragement and, you know, that drive to see, okay, it's, it's potential out here. I can do it because sometimes we just have to be able to see it, to believe it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe you may not see it in yourself right now, but you see it in someone else. It's like, oh, wow. She was able to do that. It's possible. 
Because sometimes we be thinking things ain't possible until we do it. Like, girl, I didn't think I would be flying first class laying in a, in a twin size bed on this luxury flight until I did it. And it's like, wow, this is possible. You know, I didn't think I would be getting flewed out to Africa, but it happened and it's possible. So I think when other women see that it's possible, especially women in my lane and mm-hmm. in this influencing world, it's like, wow, she is doing that thing. It's possible. It ain't just the white bloggers out here getting flued out on luxury airlines. We can yeah. get that. Too. So I think it's just so important for me to be influential in my space and really encourage and inspire other women mm-hmm. to be better for themselves. All right. So let's talk about Define Bold Fitness. Now, yeah. this is a whole new brand, whole new lane for you. How did that come about? Was this something you planned or something that just kind of popped up as an idea girl it was never planned it's so funny how god would just lead you in different paths it's like this was not on my trajectory when i talked to you three years ago but it wasn't like girl i'm gonna have me a fitness brand in the cars but it's just amazing and that and that to me really showcases the authenticity of my brand because it just it was just a natural authentic fit for me to launch this fitness community um a lot of you know who followed me last year i started a fitness journey where i wanted to lose a lot of my postpartum weight and i'm like okay let me start working out every day i started this um i joined the 75 hard challenge where i worked out for a 75 straight two times a day stuck to a diet drunk a gallon of water all of these things for 75 days I shared my um, journey online every single day showing up showing how I'm staying committed to myself committed to this journey and after obviously the 75 days I was in super amazing shape and it just became something that I was passionate about because not only did I feel good about it, but I also saw the reaction that I received from my tribe. And like I said, it's all about the tribe over here at the DB Brands. <laughs> yes. so when I saw how interested women were and how inspired and how much I you know, was able to serve just by sharing my journey, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, I love this. I love this for us. I love that we are taking hold of our health and getting, you know, it, it, it may not be like, oh, you want to have a slim uh, waist and all of that. It's just about being a healthier you. And mm-hmm. I felt like so good sharing my journey that it was just a natural fit for me to have a community because I love community. And I wanted to just continue to build on that, educate women, share fitness tips, nutrition, all of those things. So I have a platform Define Bold Fitness that's going to eventually launch into bigger and better things. That's really my goal for that. So it was just honestly a natural fit for me to mm-hmm. launch this community because I was so passionate about sharing fitness in my journey towards it. Mm-hmm. And what does it consist of? Like I saw, you know, you guys had an event, you have merch. I'm like, wow, this is, this is, you know, this is serious. Like yeah. you got to do a lot to produce those kind of things. So. What does it Um, consist of? (laughs) For my birthday, when I, a few weeks after I launched it, I did a workout event here in Atlanta. And that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially, obviously, COVID and everything. I wanted to keep it small. But now, eventually, I want to have more events. It's just, obviously, getting women together Mm -hmm. and working out together. And then just online, on a daily, on our Instagram page, I'm sharing either uh, nutrition tips, inspiration, um, workouts, all of the things that'll, you know, keep you inspired. 
And eventually yeah. I want to, um, I've been working on a fitness line. So that come. that's been like my big goal and next steps. Oh, that's exciting. So guys, let's face it. The work world looks so much different than it ever has. Whether you're in person, remote, or in a closet like me, or somewhere in between, taking care of your team couldn't be more important. That's where Gusto comes in. Gusto's modern HR platform makes it easy to hire, pay, manage, and support your employees all in one system of record. That means no more jumping between applications and no more jumping through hoops. Your payroll, your benefits, your hiring and onboarding, team management tools, and so much more are all there for you in one convenient place. On top of that, Gusto provides actionable insights to inform decisions around workforce costing, competitive compensation, and employee engagement. So all those tough decisions you make each day just got a whole lot easier. And the best part? Listeners of Side Hustle Pro get three months of Gusto for free at gusto.com slash SHP. That's right. If you're ready to experience a new bar for HR, get three months free at gusto.com slash SHP. Gusto.com SHP. Let's talk about what is professional today. On LinkedIn, important conversations are happening around what it means to be a professional. And right now, LinkedIn members are talking about things like needing more flexibility around where we work, how we work, and even taking time away from work to focus on family or mental health, because those things should not stunt career development and growth. Instead, they should enhance it as we show up on our own terms. Members are even putting what's important to them in their job titles now with things like podcast host slash activist slash mom. And you know, I'll be updating my title soon to podcast hall of famer. So professional is ours to define and our authentic self is our professional self. So if your LinkedIn doesn't reflect who you really are, update your job title, okay? Post your truth, show the world the authentic professional you, and join the conversations redefining professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, welcome professionals. Let's talk about brand partnerships and how you have scaled in that regard. So when we spoke last, you know, you talked about you were just getting into the space of actually pitching yourself because a lot mm-hmm. of opportunities had come to you. And so now you you were really stepping your game up. Um, so how do you approach brand partnerships these days? Is it you and your team approaching big brands? Are you still using influencer network websites? How do you go about it? it's been I've been blessed in terms of like 90% of the opportunities come to me even still from three years ago when I told you that wow. it's like that but it's just like the partnerships have gotten bigger and better and the money has gotten better yeah. um, so like I don't know I think back when we talked I can't remember what numbers I shared back then but I think my first year I think I was around $125,000 in terms of like revenue for the year. Yeah. Now I've had a six figure month. Nice. (laughs) That is snaps. (laughs) Yeah. So this year I have my first six figure month. So I'm scaling to a million dollar 
brands, um, the way I'm trending with just, you know, monthly revenue. So it's been amazing Mm -hmm. in terms of my growth. I had a conversation with my accountant a few weeks ago and she was just saying, your growth has been amazing. Mm -hmm. So it's just good to see like year over year since we've talked, how I've doubled my revenue each year. And it's just growing and it's going to grow, continue to grow as I launch these brands. But, you know, with brand partnerships, brands really reach out to me, which has been a blessing. And I can determine what's a good fit. You know, there's so much that I've turned out. I probably could have made $2 million if I was greedy, you know? (laughs) Right, right. If I was greedy and didn't have morals, I could have made some real, real money. But, you know, I turned on a lot and I and I really want to stay true to what works for me, what I know my tribe is going to enjoy, what right. I love. And that's just been the blessing, being able to share. Um, again, like my most recent partnership has been my biggest one with Qatar Airlines. Right. Flying sales, and that has just been a dream. So getting partnerships like that, I never thought like three years ago when we talked, like I would be getting flewed out to Africa, like right. on a trip. Like it's just like the sky is the limit being on Nike, um, you know, doing all of those things, H&M, having, I mean, I've worked with so many major brands. I just have a slingshot uh, car in my in my garage. I saw that. I saw that. I was like, what? <laughs> that content is about to drop. So, I mean, it's just like sky is really the limit on, I mean, the sky's the limit for my partnerships. It's been amazing. The growth mm-hmm. that I've had and the brands I've been able to work with in the last three years have been amazing. So, it's just been a blessing. That's really, really inspiring because I think when, for anyone starting out now um, who is tempted to quit or just feel like it could never be me. I think, you know, go back and listen to Dana's first yeah. episode. Um, it's episode number 88 and the fact that a brand reached out to her when she had 7,000 followers. You know, you see her today at 100,000. Like, she was creating excellent content and getting noticed at 7,000. Okay? And that's a very attainable number. <laughs> very, yeah. very attainable. What tips do you have for people who are just starting out, who want to grow to a level where brands are are reaching out and are pitching them contracts that garner them $100,000 or six-figure months. I mean, I would say, obviously, you know, it's all about doing this with passion. And that's been my model since day one. From day one, when I entered this um, lane, I didn't know where I was going to be. I didn't know how much money I was going to make. I had no idea I would be like really doing this thing, you know? But the one thing I did know is I was going to do it with passion. Like I wasn't going to come in here and not give it my all. And I feel like when you enter something and have heart and passion, people can really see it and they can feel it. And that's honestly why I feel like I've been successful is because it's not about the money to me. I mean, the money is great and it's been great, but the fact that I'm able to be influential, like I mentioned, and change lives and just have passion for what I'm doing is why I have stood out. And I feel like anyone coming into this lane, I think it's like, oh, don't come into it's like, oh, I want to be famous online. I get all the products from the brands and, you know, make money. It's like, what is your purpose? What is your why? Why do you want to do this? What what impact do you want to have and make on this community? And I think if you can answer those questions and, you know, you can be true to yourself, 
when you come into this this lane, that's that's what's going to keep you going. Because if you don't have the passion, the shit is hard right now. We don't, yeah. we don't about the Instagram algorithm. Right. Like, we were talking the- about that before we before we started <laughs> recording, man. I mean, it is hard. Times where I want to throw my damn phone out the, the uh, window. Right. It's hard. But because I have passion and because it's bigger than the likes and the views, I stick with it and I stay mm-hmm. committed because I, I, I want more and I want to be more. And it's not just about those vanity things. Yeah. So my biggest thing is just to have passion because the passion is going to push you through the, the hard times that we you're going to have in this lane. So absolutely. Like I always tell people, you got to know your why, because it gets very frustrating uh, when you put out, you put your all into something and you post it on the gram and no one's seeing it because the algorithm is like, uh, we don't care. This is not what's, what's popping today. We're not going to, you know, show this in people's feeds. Like it's totally out of your control. So you have yeah. to keep pushing. But in addition to passion, um, what are some tactical things that people can start to invest in, start to really arm themselves with to become a better lifestyle blogger, influencer, what have you. So for example, I noticed that, you know, for the last several years, you have invested in photography, you have invested in makeup, you you know what I mean? Like you make sure that your pictures look a certain way, even though you're showing up without makeup and all of that in your IG stories, how important is it to start to revamp the type of content you're, you're posting on your feed? I mean, at the end of the day, what I always say is that, like, you know, you have to create the kind of content that you want brands to pay you for. You know, it's like you can't show up online and say, I want to make $10,000 this month. And then you look at your page and it's like, but will a brand pay you that, though? Will you pay yourself that? If you look at- <laughs> right. And you like, well, I, if somebody said, are you going to pay yourself 10 grand for all of this? And you like, ooh, maybe right. not. You need to go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. So like you have to be able to create the content that you want to get paid for. And once you start elevating and operating at that high level, that's when you can start to command the respect and the money that you want. So I think that is huge. So yes, investing in quality and you don't even have to have a fancy camera. Like iPhones are great. Like half of my images be iPhone and people wouldn't even know because it's just like, you know, I took the time. I'm steady with it. I edit it. There's tons of apps out there that can make your picture sharp and crisp and bright as ever. So investing in how to edit, investing in what it takes to make your images look a certain way, whether it's a preset or a certain app. I think those are key. Like I'm never not trying to learn, you know, be, be a student always, no matter what level you're at, you can always learn something period. You know, I mean, the greatest of the great, they have mentors, they're out here learning. So for me, I'm still out here, you know, taking courses, learning things. So I think investing in help if you need it, not saying you can run out and say, hey, Dana, be my mentor because I can't mentor everybody. But, you know, find someone that can be your mentor or pay somebody to coach you and then, you know, go from there. But I think just investing in your brand, be willing to invest in yourself. If you're not investing in yourself, don't think anyone else is going to invest in you. And I'm always willing to invest in my brand. Yes. 
That is it right there. Like, those are some gems because I I don't think I've ever heard it put like that, but it makes so much sense. Like, are you going to pay yourself <laughs> for yes, like what you're commanding? Like, are you, would you pay for that? So that's number one. Number two, yeah, no, you can't expect other people to invest in you if you're not going to invest in yourself. And this is why we side hustle, right? Like, this is the time mm-hmm. when I like to add this reminder. Um, yes, it costs money. It costs money to, if not hire a photographer, you know, maybe buy that editing software that you want or the editing app. It costs money to do these little different things. So that is why we side hustle so that we can have our full-time job supplement whatever it is that we're building until we can garner the revenue that we need to either take it full-time or, you know, scale back with the full-time, whatever it is that, you, that your goal is. So that is the essence because that's what you did, Dana. Like you were waking up at 4 or 5 a.m. sometimes just to do the juggle until you reach that point where you're like, you know what, if I can make this from one campaign... And at my job, it takes me two weeks to earn this. Like, it's time to take this seriously. Absolutely. One of the things I really admire about you is the fact that you are not afraid to get help, to hire help when you need it. And you are very transparent about that. And you always encourage that. So can you talk a little bit about how you have structured your team, both personally and professionally, so that you can be the best data that you need to be and so that you can get your work done? Yeah, girl, I've realized early on that I can't do it alone. And sometimes we try, we try, and we fight it. I don't know what it is about us. <laughs> we be fighting that help. Like, right. it, something that I just had to come to terms with. Like, girl, you need help. You can't do it all. You are superwoman, but you can't operate as superwoman all the time. Be willing to let take your cape off, yep. hand it to somebody else, and let them help you. And for me, um, my personal help, like I said, I have my husband who helps um, out, obviously, with the kids just at home, just in general, being a husband. He's great. And then our, my mother-in-law, which is his mom, he, um, she lives with us. So she's a huge help. Like right now, she's cooking while I'm doing this. <laughs> um, so just, you know, that's just my help I have here in my family. And then my mom and dad, even though they live in Philly, they still help out a lot, whether it's, you know, helping send the kids stuff or when they're in town helping out. I mean, I just have a really great support system and my friends, they're amazing. Um, so just being able to have a good village for the family part of my life has been amazing because there's no way I would be able to do the things that I do, work the schedules that I work if I didn't have my village here at home. And then my village with my business, I have a personal assistant who's just like basically my right hand. She helps me with everything. Um, And then I just have my management team, which consists of like my manager who's negotiating, pitching my deals. And I have a campaign manager who's running just the campaigns and the scheduling, the back and forth um, with all of that. Photographer, videographer, lawyer. I have a full team of people who help me get things done. And, you know, I think once you get to a certain level, you again, you realize that you can't, you got to operate in your genius, right? Like I can't be out here trying to read contracts, 
that's going to take me three hours. That's going to waste my time when I can be out doing something else that's going to help facilitate my business. So how about I get someone who can read contracts, know what they're doing. I ain't got no questions. I can just sign on the dotted line and keep it moving. Same with, you know, negotiations of my brand campaigns. Again, like I could be at my computer all day going back and forth with these brands or I can have my manager do that while I'm out doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So I think for me, it has been a huge help in my business being able to let go. And I, and I definitely understand because again, when we talked three years ago, I didn't have all these people, (laughs) you know, I didn't just start off having six people on my team, but I think once you start to grow and you kind of see where your time is being spent and, you know, you'll start to realize you need some help and you need to bring people in. And I think that's what happened for me. And then once I really did let go of the control of being able to have them to do everything, the business continued to elevate because again, you can't play all the spots on the court. I was a basketball player in college. That's why it's five people out there on the court. It ain't just one on five. Imagine you going out there playing five people on the court. (laughs) It's going to be real. Man. You so that's crazy. Point <laughs> guards, you got your right. shooting guard, your four, your center. You got everybody got their roles, and, and if everybody operate in their role, we winning. We winning mm-hmm. a championship all day long because everybody know their role, their position. And I feel like for me, that's where I'm at. Everyone knows what they're supposed to be doing, yeah. and we get things done. It's efficient, and I'm winning. Now, how do you approach hiring, though? Where are you finding people? (laughs) Like when it was time to hire an attorney, when it was time to hire an accountant, um, is there like any resource that helped you just figuring out where to go? Because the the last thing you want to do is like pick the wrong person or, you know, not realize it's the wrong person until five years in and this person knows all your business. (laughs) All right. Unfortunately, the nature of business is going through those lemons, right? Like sometimes you just gonna get a few people that just don't work out. I mean, I'm on my, who's my third assistant, you know, which isn't too much, but still like I've been doing this full time for four years. She's and I've gone some time where I didn't have an assistant. So probably in the last three years, I had three assistants Mm -hmm. and she held out the longest. She's gone on a year. But again, you're going to go through people that just don't work out. And it's just the nature. There's no company out here that I know that has never even, you know, let go someone or got fired or somebody, you know, know, it's just how life works. But I think, you know, in short, to try to find the best people, I think referrals is huge. Like, you know, once I found I found my tax uh, CPA from a friend who told me, oh, he's great. Then I hire him. And then she told, he told me about my accountant and then I hire her. It's just like really word of mouth and referral. Yeah. Yeah. I found my assistant because a blogger who followed me was like, hey, my best friend, you know, she's looking for work and I heard you need an assistant. I think she would be great. So it's like really just, um, that's awesome. Really, you know, yeah. that, help you because sometimes yeah. when you're hiring blind you know it can be a little hard and that's yeah. why on job when you go into your corporate job there's referrals there's people that get ahead of the the application process because they knew somebody right yep. so i think that's kind of how i've been able to hire the people that i've worked with is because someone knew somebody and they recommended them and it just kind of went from there 
And that's good reassurance. I think we can't hear that enough that, you know, you you got to go, go through the lemons. You got to, you know, keep pushing. And it, it's just part of the process. And so you get better at it. You get better at hiring as you hire. So <laughs> don't be afraid of it. Okay. Now, before we jump into the lightning round, I want to touch on uh, a little bit more about motherhood since, you know, that's top of mind for me. And um, I remember watching when you had baby Bryce, who is like a big boy now. And it seemed like, I know you took a maternity leave, I think, but it seemed like you like never stopped. <laughs> like <laughs> you're creating content in labor, Dana. You were <laughs> you, I mean, <laughs> so I want you to help, help out me and fellow moms who sometimes just feel like we're failing. It's like, how, how come we aren't, able to juggle or you know like why why aren't we why doesn't it look like that for us and I know that's not how you meant it but it it still can feel like how is she doing this right so like what how do you juggle and still manage to create content and and almost make it look easy I gotta be honest yeah I know I'm like you know sometimes I'm like dang I do make it look easy one I think maybe I make it look easy because first of all, this is my second child. So I feel like I'm kind of seasoned. I'm like, I know how this works. (laughs) That is true. I'm a veteran mom. So I feel like if I was doing this my first go round, there would be no way. So I get it because as a first time mom, you're learning so much. You're trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. You got this newborn and it's like, oh my God, this person's crazy. I'm trying to do work. So, like, for me, like, this is my second go-round. I'm no, you know, no stranger to this thing. Um, And then, again, like I said, I do have help, you know. Early on, I didn't have my mother-in-law here. But even now, like, I think once Bryce turned almost one, I had more help. But, um, and I think just, you know, for me, like, just kind of knowing my work ethic and knowing, like, my capabilities and what I'm able to do, I think is just kind of helped me. But ultimately I think everybody just has to know who they are personally and not get too, I know it's hard to compare because it's like, Oh my God, she's killing it. I'm not doing anything. Like how, you know, we all battle our own things in silence. Yes. I've, I've had postpartum as well. And maybe I took a week off, but y'all didn't know, you know, there's all silent battles that we're mm-hmm. facing. So I, my biggest advice is just like, you know, don't compare too much. Just still like know that you're doing an amazing job as a mom. There's so much on our plates that we have to deal with. And, you know, build your village, build your tribe, you know, whether it's your husband telling, you know, telling him what you need from him, because sometimes we just got to tell him like, hey, this is what I need you to do to help me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if we expect to guess, we're going to be sitting <laughs> going crazy until our child is of age where they can be out on their own okay so you know I think being able to openly communicate your needs has been helpful and that's all things I had to learn I had to go through that especially Mm -hmm. with my first child it's like okay I know you know I may experience postpartum because I'm stressed I'm tired this is when I'm going to need assistance from you I'm going to need a break here that's going to help me keep my sanity so I think just being able to openly communicate what you need and just be realistic with yourself I think that's how you get and I know that I got Aria's book so how did that come about and you know what are your plans for developing yeah that arm publishing arm um, of the DB brand yeah so um, for those who don't know I wrote a children's book with my daughter 
well, co-authored a children's book with my daughter, which has been out now for probably six months or so. And it's done well, like on launch, it hit Amazon bestseller. Yes. It's now in, um, sold on all major online retailers Ooh. from Target, Barnes & Noble, Amazon. So that's just another stream of income for my daughter because I don't even see any of that money. It's like, girl, that's yours. It goes in your bank account, which is yes. big blessing to be able to have that for her because and the reason I did it is because she was passionate about it again it goes back to what I said earlier having passion for something is just going to authentically blossom your career and even as a seven-year-old my daughter has a career as an author so I think that's pretty cool and I just saw that she enjoyed writing books and I'm like hey girl we gonna do this I think it'll be cool for you to have your own book you know on the shelves at the library on the shelves of stores and she was like all for it so we started the process and you know I invested in it obviously it wasn't it wasn't a super big investment, you know, but it was just something I felt like it would be something she could have forever. Mm. And it was a goal accomplished for her. So I'm always going to invest in myself and I'm damn sure going to invest in my kids. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's awesome. And it's amazing. A beautiful book. And yeah, I just, I just love that. Now we are going to jump into the lightning round. You know the deal. You've been here before. You just answer the very first thing that comes to mind. It'll be cool to see how your answers have changed. A couple questions are different, but so let's get right into it. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. Number one, what is a resource that is helping you in your business these days that you can share with the Side Hustle Pro audience? Um, I would say Pinterest. I look at Pinterest to get inspired, whether it's just ideas on content and everything, especially as a content creator. I think sometimes you just have to be able to get outside of Instagram and look for other sources of inspiration. Mm. And I love, um, you know, Pinterest, reading, audiobooks, podcasts, like just getting inspiration for content has been super helpful for me. Mm, okay. Number two, who is a Black woman entrepreneur who you admire and why? Kalila Wright, Mess in a Bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also a close friend of mine, but I literally watched her from the bottom to where she is now. And it's just like such a blessing. I'm just so proud of her and her brand. I'm sure everyone knows what Mess in a Bottle is. It's all you got to explain it. But <laughs> good her brand is and i'm just so proud of her her grind her work ethic everything how she just got it out the mud and she is so successful and i'm just so proud so i would say kalila number three um what is a non-negotiable part of your day oh that's such a good one um i would say a non-negotiable i definitely need my time to sit and it's it's bad because it's work but like (laughs) I'm going to need my time to edit my content. Like, I don't play about my content. And I think that, like, I need, and my husband knows when I'm, like, in editing mode, don't mess with me. So, (laughs) obviously, with it being a part of my job, a non-negotiable day is editing my content, whether it's my Instagram stories. My Instagram pictures, I'm, I'm, I'm about it. (laughs) Wow. So you edit all your own pictures? Like, um, Okay. Oh, wow. Instagram stories, everything is like I'm either editing video, chopping it down, all of that. 
create a whole experience. <laughs> oh, wait, now, now I got to interrupt the lightning round because now, now I need some clarity. So, <laughs> so are you recording videos throughout the day and then you create stories rather than like real time stories? A bit, a bit of both. So okay. like I'll have my in the moment stuff, but most of the time it's like I'm recording it and then maybe like an hour or so later I have to chop it down or like uh-huh. edit it so it perfectly or whatever and then I upload it. So, you know, most of it is kind of like within the hours of the day. Got it. Got it. All right. Number four, what is a personal habit that has helped you significantly in your business? Waking up early. Mm. I think waking up early, I'm a naturally an early bird, but I think waking up early and being productive because I used to just wake up early and lay in bed and scroll on Instagram for three hours until my kids get up. And then that's like, that ain't productive. Yeah. Now I wake up early, I get my stretch in, I'm, you know, meditating. I'm having that alone time because once I get up and get my kids up, it, you, we all know, especially as moms, like they can rule the day. Yep. So <laughs> at least the morning until they either go off to wherever they need to go. Like right now my kids are in daycare and camp, so that's cool. But um, I just think like getting up a few hours early, it it gives you that more time. We always say, oh, I need more time. I need more time. Well, it's like, get up earlier, you know? Yeah, yeah. That has helped me and my business for sure. All right. And then finally, what is your parting advice for fellow women entrepreneurs who want to be their own boss but are scared about losing a steady paycheck? Girl, you have to just do it. I mean... I think I said this before, but I'm always going to say it. It's like, bet on yourself. We have one life to live. It's like, you can always go back to work. Like, a job going to always be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, like, what you do, you always going to find a job. Like, I feel like I am I can find a job tomorrow if I wanted to. So it's just like, you know, take the time to obviously do what you need to do to save up and then take that leap and just try it. What's the worst yeah. that can happen? You need to go back to work? Okay, cool. But definitely bet on yourself trust yourself and do it imagine if i didn't trust myself i wouldn't be here right and we wouldn't all be so blessed Uh, thank you well (laughs) it has been such a pleasure having you here again like this is awesome man and before we go just remind everyone where they can connect with you online and on social Definitely follow me on Instagram and all throughout social at Dana Bolden, D-A-Y-N-A-B-O-L-D-E-N. And I think I said this last time, but if this is your first time listening to me or hearing about me, message me on Instagram and say hi. I respond to my DMs and I would love to connect with you. So just send me a quick note and say you saw me on the podcast. And um, my website is DanaBolden.com and definitely support our book, supercoolaria.com is where you can purchase um, our book or you can purchase on on Amazon, Target, Walmart, Barnes & Noble. I mean, if you want to go on those retailers, you can, but you can also purchase on our website. Um, Define Bold Fitness. If you are into fitness and lifestyle, healthy, um, you know, healthier lifestyle content, that is my fitness community. Big things to come with that as well. And I will link to all of that, you guys. So there you have it. Dana Bolden, go on over to the website. And don't forget to check us out on YouTube to watch us do this whole episode. All right. Talk to you next week.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other side hustlers just like you to find the show. And if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Side Hustle Pro. Plus, sign up for my six bullet Saturday newsletter at sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter. When you sign up, you will receive weekly nuggets from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my business tip of the week. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon. Thank you.